for our first episode, we have a very experienced guest. It was my absolute pleasure and privilege to interview her and know her thoughts on the subjects of mentoring. So let's introduce her and know her thoughts through this podcast. Uh, thank you for being part of this podcasting show. Uh, if you could, uh, you know, tell us about you and your Toastmasters journey to the listeners. Thank you very much, Hearing. It's a pleasure to be here. I am from Spain and, and I went to the Spanish army for two years and then I studied law at university. I came to the UK following my now fiancé, and at the time my English wasn't my first language, but well, still isn't really. But I decided to to look for a public speaking group where I could practice my English and create a network of people in the UK. So that was back in October 2015 when I joined Toastmasters, and the first day I walked through the door, I realized that. This was to be a long-term relationship with Newbury Speakers Club and Toastmasters. So I straight away had the opportunity to join the committee as a secretary, the secretary role. And then I moved on to the VPE, which I performed twice. I then became the president of the club and Newbury, as well as a founding member and president of DITCOT Speakers which we charted last year. That was a great experience. And finally, the natural move for me was to become area director in our area 46. And so here I am, seven, seven months later. Wonderful. So uh, Miriam, again, with the wealth of experience that you have and you bring in, um, you know, we couldn't find a better subject matter expert to this this thought on on mentoring. So, you know, you've you've had enough enormous experience on on the subject of mentoring. So, what what do you think are the benefits that you've seen because of mentoring? When when thinking of mentoring, the first word that comes to mind is essential. Essential. I advise any new member or, or, or member that doesn't have a mentor to get one as soon as possible. Mentoring is a great, great benefit of Toastmasters. In my opinion, it's almost one of the best, if not the best, where the mentor and mentee gain further knowledge and experience towards their communication and leadership skills. Now, notice I said mentor and mentee because it is a bi-directional relationship. And the mentee benefits from the experience of the mentor, their guidance, someone that has been there before and, and can show examples of how to overcome certain obstacles. Someone that has gone through what the mentee is going through and can emphasize, sorry, empathize and reassure the mentee on their journey. Now, on the other hand, the mentor benefits from all sorts of leadership skills, such as listening, learning to give constructive criticism and positive feedback, reinforcement, encouragement, learn new perspective, perspectives from their mentees. And to be honest, in my opinion, the best one is the, 
great pleasure and feeling of satisfaction when seeing their mentees overcome these and uh, their obstacles and achieve their goals. Wonderful. So, Miriam, now I want you to wear your hat as the area director. So now I'm talking to Miriam Hernandez, the area director, and this next question is is pertaining to that in terms of your capacity and your role as the area director. How do you mentor club presidents in your area? That's a very good question here and thank you for that. So as area director, my mentoring role to president is different from a mentoring role at a club level. So I do not mentor president on their communication skills per se, but I focus on their leadership skills. I show them best practices for, for their clubs and I give them examples of what they can do to be even more successful and write a very, I also have to write a very thorough um, area report. I have to do that twice a year where they get tons of feedback constructive feedback, whether that's something that I, that I like and, and I tell them to keep doing what you're doing or whether that's something that I don't like so much. And I normally see when there is a missed opportunity here or, or a lack of something there. However, I am very lucky here because to be area director, you gotta be lucky with the area that you get. And in area 46, the majority of the club presidents are experienced Toastmasters that are already doing a great job of running their clubs. So I, I do get time time to time, some, some of them coming to me with questions, particularly related to how, how to handle certain challenges due to the pandemic and managing a club online. So as, as area director and mentor, I'm always, I make myself always highly accessible and I give my WhatsApp number and my email, of course, and my phone number to those under my umbrella so that they can reach out to me uh, at any time. So if they have a questions, question, uh, they, they, uh, if the question is simple, I usually just give them a quick answer, uh, a quick message on, on WhatsApp. And if the question is more complex, I then um, request to have a video call where we can talk about the issue and actually find an appropriate, uh, an appropriate solution together. I try to make them come to a solution rather than me just telling them the solution. So finally, I also offer leadership guidance. This is the time where sometimes they have to deal with difficult situations. Maybe it's a difficult member or maybe it's a personal challenge that affects Toastmasters. So I'm also there with them. I usually have one-to-ones um, where I can do that or uh, alternatively, they can, uh, they can tell us in the area council. Wonderful. Uh, and talking about your journey, as, as you mentioned that, you know, you started with the club and then you became a VPE twice and then uh, the president. So, you know, you've had, uh, you know, enough of uh, Toastmasters experience. And, and my, this question is, uh, you know, wearing that Toastmasters experience hat, what are some of the benefits or changes that you have seen uh, on account of mentoring that Toastmasters mentoring bring in? Well, there are, there are loads, loads. The biggest 
visible benefit is when, in my opinion, is when someone overcome an obstacle. I remember situations where one of my mentees was pretty much unable to use any vocal variety whatsoever. And you can imagine the feeling that they had when every single time they did a speech, they get the same feedback. No vocal variety, too monotonous, etc. And through hard work of that mentee and a few mentoring sessions, the mentee managed to include vocal variety in their speeches. So overcoming communication skill challenges are, in my opinion, the most visible benefit of mentoring. But there are others. Another visible is benefit is when the mentor encourage and guide the mentee to take on a new role that they never did before. For example, an evaluation role. Many, many people, and what we hear often, either new or less experienced members that are constantly doing speeches and taking auxiliary roles, they, they often avoid, avoid like the plague, getting an, an evaluation, doing an evaluation role. They, they are afraid of being an evaluator because they think that that's a very senior and, and experienced role. So I always tell them that even, yes, it's important that you have done some speeches and that you have some track in the club and, and understanding of how to do things. But actually, evaluations is just an opinion. It is not, you don't have to be senior, you don't have to be such an experienced or knowledgeable person on communication skills. It's just your opinion, your honest opinion. So it is important that mentors encourage and take the mentees to do something that they never had done before. So you can imagine when you have a mentee that is afraid of taking a role and then suddenly takes the role, that is a great feeling of satisfaction and it's another visible benefits that you can see in mentoring. Wonderful. So tell me what would be your message to the club presidents and the execo listening this podcast on, on they starting a mentoring program for their club? Okay, my message to the president could be to actually reach out to their area directors and get some of their, some of their knowledge and experience on how to run a successful mentoring program. I would then tell them to, or ask them to ask their area directors for a club that has successfully implemented a mentoring program so that they can have an example. I would say, go and visit the club, talk to their club president and the person in charge of mentoring in that club and understand how their mentoring program works so that you have a real life example that you can refer to when creating your own program. Now, for the rest of the executive committee, I would say enroll on the Pathways Mentoring Learning Path, which is not part of any Pathways, but it is available on Basecamp as a separate project. It's called men Mentoring. And enroll in it. Learn about how Toastmasters see mentoring and start looking for members who can be or become mentors. I would then suggest to the committee, the executive committee, uh, gathering together and assign a person as a vice president of mentoring. Because normally, mentoring falls under the umbrella of the Vice President of Education, but I do strongly suggest assigning someone else as Vice President of Mentoring so that 
they could report directly onto the president and have a leadership role dedicated to the program. Listeners, you've just heard Mariam share her thoughts on mentoring at Toastmasters. Wasn't it an absolute delight to hear her passion and enthusiasm on the subject? Hope the Club Execo members listening to our show today have gotten some practical tips to roll out mentoring program for their clubs. That concludes our episode one. Thank you for listening. 